Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Without it, 
is considered part of the necessity of life. And people, by their own nature as a human being in general, they like to possess things and keep things, and even if they don't need it. While somebody else maybe needs what you got. So, the only way to persuade a person to give what he has is through buying. So, this is one of the means to allow you to benefit lawfully from what your Muslim brother owes. And this is one of the means that would allow the Muslim brother also to get rid of some of what he has, especially if he doesn't need it. And life of Muslims to continue and to benefit from each other. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had legislate this kind of transaction, buying and selling. And buying is to give somebody the amount of money for you to be able to possess and to have an ownership of what he got. And selling is for somebody to receive a beneficial or financial uh, benefit in order to release what he got in his hand. And according Islamic rules, the terminology of buying and selling can be exchangeable. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what I mean by exchangeable, that the word buying can take the, the place of selling and selling can take the place of buying. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had make it lawful. And he told us in Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah number 2, verse number 275, That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made buying lawful, or selling, or buying and selling lawful, and he forbade usury. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah An-Nisa, verse number 29, Ya la ta'kulu amwalakum baynakum bil illa an ta'kuna tijaratan an taradim minkum. Oh, you believe, don't devour your property, don't eat your property among yourself with the false means. Except if there is a business and both of you, i.e. buyer and seller, are pleased with the kind of transaction. The Prophet وسلم is saying, This hadith which in the collection of Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim, the Prophet وسلم is saying to us, i.e. The buyer and the seller, they have the choice as long as they did not separate or depart from one another. So as long as you as a buyer and me as a seller, we negotiate in the product, as long as we're still in the same
same meeting in the same spot which we conduct in our transaction, I still have the right to cancel it. You have the right to cancel it. If we depart from each other, this kind of transaction is final. Okay? So now the money is yours and the product is mine. So we see that according to Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the business buying and selling halal and he forbid other means of taking the people property, right stealing, cheating, gambling, usury, deceiving, all these things. So alhamdulillah for Islam, the teaching of Islam that he made a means decent for us to exchange with one another. As we understand that Islam encourages us to work and to earn love of dollar. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in hadith which reported by Al-Muqdad radiallahu anhu ما أكل أحد طعاما قط خيرا من أن يأكل من عمل يده وإن نبي الله داود عليه السلام كان يأكل من عمل يده which the meaning is that there is no better food that you can eat more lawful and more honorable and more good than the food that you eat it as a result of working, laboring, achieving it with your own sweat and your own hand. And indeed the Prophet of Allah, Dawood, David, alayhi salam, used to eat from what he earned with his own hand. So we see how honorable in Islam for a person to work. For the person to sweat, for the person to struggle, and even the Prophet of Allah, like Dawood alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he telling us, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi salam about Dawood, although we understand how he used to be king, how he used to own and possess a lot of things, but he used to work. Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, radiallahu anhu qal, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لن يحتطب أحدكم حزمة على ظهري خير من أن يسأل أحدا فيعطيه أو يمنعه which the meaning is for one of you to go and collect wood carry it on his back is much decent and better for him than bagging people the people may give him or deny him so Islam encourages work, and Islam discourages begging and asking. And as we understand, Islam teaches us that the upper hand is much better than the lower hand. The upper hand is the hand which he gives, and the lower hand the hand which he receives. So all of us have to work and found means of earning a halal money 
so we don't bad people or ask people. So we can keep our dignity and our respect and our honor not to go and ask the people. Although that Islam teaches us about the importance of working, laboring, earning halal money, but also Islam teaches us about something very important, how to utilize the money. Because you can be working, making a lot of money, but the money still is not enough. By the end of the month, you try to look for somebody to lend you money. Some people, they love shopping, like I said before. Not because they need to shop, but they love. They love always to look the catalog, shopping over the internet, going to the mall, buying this and that. And sometimes, our closet is crowded with things that we don't need. So we have to understand how to utilize the money, not only making the money, but it's very important to learn how to utilize the money. Jabir may Allah be pleased with him, narrated. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, Ayyuhal nas, ittaqullah wa ajmilu fattalab, fa inna nafsan la tamut, hatta tastawfi rizqaha. وَإِنْ أَطَّعَ عَنْهَا فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهُ وَأَجْمِلُوا فِي الطَّلَبِ خُذُوا مَا حَلَّ وَدَعُوا مَا حَرَّمْ O mankind, fear Allah and be good in the way how you go about seeking your provision. Indeed, no soul will die before getting the full amount which Allah has decreed for it. Even if it's low, that means whatever Allah has decreed for you, it's going to come to you. Even if it's low, you're not going to die before you get everything that Allah, everything that Allah has decreed for you. So Rasulullah said, Fattakullah, so fear Allah and be good. Go in a decent way about how you earn your money. Take what Allah makes it lawful and leave alone what Allah has forbid. The necessity of being truthful and honest in the way how you do business, something which is the Islam encouraging. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa saying in the hadith which reported by Hakim ibn Hizam radiallahu anhu, قال البيعان بالخيار ما لم يتفرقا فإن صدقا وبينا بورك لهما في بيعهما وإن كتما وكذبا محقت برقت بيعهما. حكيم ابن حزام الله بيجيز ذم ريبورتد. The Prophet of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم is saying what the meaning is. The buyer and the seller have the choice as long as they did not separate from each other. If both of them are truthful, Allah will bless their transaction. But if any one of them, if any one of them conceal whatever fault, whatever defect in the product, Allah
Allah will remove the barakah and the blessings from their transaction. It's very important that the person who is failing to make clear if there is any defect or any problem in the problem that is failing, also the person who is receiving, he has to be honest and let know the buyer that this money or this check is good not to deceive him or when he promised him to give him the money give down payment and the letter will pay it after a month he has to keep his word so both buyer and seller he has to fear Allah and both of them have to be honest honest truthful to each other because this will be a means for Allah to bless their transaction. Otherwise, if there is deceiving and covering, Allah will remove the blessing from such a kind of transaction. Abba ibn Amir, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated. Sami'atu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam muslim wa akhul muslim wa la yahillu li muslimin ba'a min akhihi bay'a فيه عيب إلا بينه له. In the collection of Imam Ibn Majah رحمه الله عليه, the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم is saying in the hadith which reported by Aqba ibn Amir, a Muslim is the brother of another Muslim. It's not lawful for a Muslim to make transaction with his Muslim brother, knowing that there is a defect in such a thing, except he will clear it. And inform him about it. Also, Islam telling us that a person has to be easy, easy going, as it came in the hadith which reported by Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhuma. The Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Rahim Allah rajulan samha, إذا باع وإذا اشترى وإذا اقتضى." collection of Imam al-Bukhari rahmatullahi alayhi the Prophet sallallahu alayhi saying may Allah be mercy on a man that he is in his easy going when he buy when he sell when he demand his right under any condition the Muslim have to be easy going be gentle in the way how you do your transaction if you demanding your rights, if you selling, if you buying, be easy going, be gentle, don't be rough in your transaction. Waiting on a people to pay their debt, and to keep their promise, something which Islam had encouraged, especially knowing that a person is sincere, and he means to pay his debt, but something had happened to the product, or somebody had robbed his store, he could not pay you in time. We have to be patient with each other. Abu Huraira radiallahu anh, and in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, كان تاجر يدين الناس, فإذا رأى معسرا, قال لفتيانه, تجاوزوا عنه, لعل الله يتجاوز عنا فتجاوز الله عنا
It's also hadith in the collection of Imam al-Bukhari that Abu Huraira narrated the Prophet say, he used to be a businessman, the nations before you, and he used to give the people products on a note that means for to pay later. And when he used to send his own people to collect the money, he would use to tell them, be easy on the people. Maybe Allah will be easy on us in the day of judgment. If you found somebody doesn't have the money to pay, give him extension. So maybe Allah will give us the same treatment in the day of judgment. So when this man came to Allah, in the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dealt him in the same manner. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him a break, the same way he used to give the people break. Subhanallah. Also, Islam forbids cheating, deceiving. Whenever we do transaction with each other, we could not be eating the property of the people with a lawful means which one of them is deceiving. And the well-known hadith of the Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which is the collection of Imam Abu Dawood and Ibn Majah and the Tirmidhi, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, مرة برجل يبيع طعاما فأدخل يده فيه فإذا هو مغشوش فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ليس منا من غشى the Prophet of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he passed in the marketplace by a man who's selling food. The Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inserted his hand inside the food, and he found a rotted food. He say, whosoever is is not one of us. Thieving, cheating, this is not the manner of Islam. Not the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi People shouldn't do any deceiving in their transaction. They shouldn't hide any faults in their product. They have to present it and make the people aware about it. One of the advices of having successful business start in your day early. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi said. Allahumma barik l'ummati fi bukuriha. The collection of Imam al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah. The Prophet of Allah asked Allah to bless his ummah. Those people who go early in the morning. Oh Allah bless members of my ummah. Those who go early to take care of their business. Like I said before. The Muslim should start his day with Fajr prayer, if it's not with something else, like the Hajjud, but at least you need to get up before sunrise, so you can be active, you can remove this mat which the shaitan had tied in your forehead when you want to sleep. Get up and remember Allah, make wudu, make your salah, so you be active. And leave early in the morning, like it say in America, early birds get the worm. You want to get the blessings, 
start your business early in the morning. So you get the blessing of the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And when you enter the market, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And some of the Sahaba, they used to go to the marketplace, not for any buying or selling, but they used to go only to mention the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they can get a great blessing. Because usually in the market, everybody busy buying and selling, negotiating, try to make a bargain. See? So you don't find too much people remembering Allah in the marketplace. So, as a result of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give a lot of reward for those people who remember Him in the marketplace. As we understand that the marketplace is the worst kind of place can be in the earth. One of the most evil places on the earth. The best places are the massages, the mosques, and the worst place is the marketplace. Because there the shaitan put in his tent, men and women mixing together, and all kind of fitna, and people so involved in the dunya, little those who remember Allah. Did you still hear me? Yes, we're here. So Salim ibn Abdullah ibn Umar, from his grandfather, from his father and his grandfather, said, "Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, man qala hina yadkhul al-suq, la ilaha illa Allah, wahdahu, la sharika lah, lahu al-mulku, wa lahu al-hamdu, yuhyi wa yumid, wa wahyun la yamud." يده الخير كله وهو على كل شيء قدير كتب الله له ألف ألف حسنة ومحى عنه ألف ألف سيئة وبني له بيتا في الجنة This hadith in the collection of Imam Ibn Majah and the hadith is Hassan narrated from Salim Ibn Abdullah Ibn Umar from his father from his grandfather the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whosoever enter the marketplace, and he said, there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah, no partner beside him. To him belong the kingdom, and the dominion, and the praise. He gives life and he caused death, and he is alive, never die. In his hand all the good, and he is able to do all things. If you say such a zikr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will write for you a thousand, thousand blessings. And Allah will remove a thousand, thousand sins of your sins. And Allah will build a house for you in Jannah. Subhanallah. Look for only one dua that you say. Again, you say what? لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو حي لا يموت بيده الخير 
كله وهو على كل شيء قدير فان شاء الله for all of us to try to remember when you go to the marketplace you say this dua especially even if you have to write it in a piece of paper even if you have to go specially not to buy or to sell and write this dua and go there in the marketplace and say it one time or two times and go back home after this get this great blessing if you could not remember it At least remember Allah's name. Remember Allah's name by saying Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah. Anything that you can, so you can be among those who remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Involve, involve 
some uncertainly or cheating okay like you go in some places and you put a quarter in the machine and if the quarter hit one of these buttons you may get a rabbit you may get a dog you may get a horse toy or you may get nothing so it's a matter of putting a, a quarter in the machine now you may get something or you may get nothing and you may get something worth of dollar or something worth of a quarter so wherever this quarter is going to fall the slide you put it in the slide in the machine and now after this whatever comes it is yours so they used to do something called by al-hasa so you have a group of animals there sheep as example and the man will take a rock small rock and he will throw it and wherever this rock falls this will but will be what he going to be taking so in advance he will pay as example 20 dollars and now he will throw this rock the rock will fall in the white sheet so he will take this white sheet as he said or we selling piece of property how much a thousand dollars how much you giving me as far as you can throw the stone so the person will take the throw as the throw as the, the stone and throw it and wherever the stone stops fall down with your property you see this is not right any kind of transaction that you don't know what kind of deal you getting is not clear when where why whatever all the things you could not be part of this you could not buy it you could not sell it you could not be part of it similar to this what we talk about today the insurance because the insurance you don't know what you getting if an accident happened if the snow come if something happens to your house you will get such and such they will come and they determine the damage how much and now they will give you if no snow they keep the money you got nothing you see there's many things of bank al-gharar deceiving as example somebody say i lost my horse ran away i'm selling this horse for a hundred dollar and whoever give me a hundred dollar you find it you can catch it you see he may catch the horse he may not catch the horse maybe you understand somebody else got the horse already or somebody selling you a house which he doesn't own it he don't own a house say i'll sell you a house in california for fifty thousand dollars or he sell you the house of his neighbor or he sell you a house which he placed some on it but the bank still own it so it's not fully his selling you fish in the water the lake is his he said to you you, you pay 50 dollar 
you go fish for an hour. I feel you on the same thing fishing out of the water. So you throw your, fish, your rod, the one, two, three, this is, this is yours. It could be a small one or big one, doesn't matter. You see, all this is deceiving. I tell you, I tell you, the milk that is the breast of this cow. I tell you, the sheep that is the stomach of the mother. I tell you, one of these overgarments that hanging in the closet. Which one? He didn't show you. Twenty dollars. Which one? You go and pick one. Which one? Number 15. He didn't get to see it. You go count one, two, three. Number 15, pick that. You see? All these things could not be done in a plan. Only in one case. If something that you bind and the thing that is hidden you could not see it. And to see it you're going to miss up the product itself. Okay? And it's not it's that important as example. I'm selling you a mattress with cotton, sell with cotton. For you to see the cotton that means I have to tear this mattress open. Now I could not sell it open like this anymore, you see? So if it's okay with you and you're comfortable by sitting on it, you saw the size, everything, now you can buy it although you did not see the inside of it. It's okay. Somebody buying a shoes. You saw the shoes, you touch the shoes, you walk in the shoes, okay? But you could not see the filling, okay, between the bottom of the shoes and the inside. You ask what kind of filling inside. Is it sponge? If it's rubber? If it's what? He will tell you this kind of stuff. So because the only way to tear out the shoes and this after this you could not. So in a case like this, it's okay to buy it. Also, there is other forms that like al-mulamasa, al-munabada, okay, that by touching, I tell you one of these soaps, okay, you don't see it, she touched it with your hand, it's dark, she takes you to the storage room, to the basement, uh, no electricity, how much you selling it, 20 dollars each, you feel it with your hand, but you don't see it. This is no. Okay? So anything has some kind of deceiving in it, or is not completed, is not finally done, you could not buy it, and this usually things which bring about argument, boycott, dispute between the people. One of the forms that used to be in the Jahiliya, she came in the Hadith, in the Bukhari, Naha an bay 
حبل الحبل وكان بيعا يتبايعه اهل الجاهليه كان الرجل يدفع الجذور الى ان تنتج الناقه او تنتج الناقه ثم تنتج التي في بطنها ناريتد ابن عمر الله يسجل صلى الله عليه وسلم في بيز ترانزاكشن الحبله او حبل الحبله which it was one entered into jahiliya era thereby a man bought a she camel which was to be the offspring of a she camel which was still in its mother womb you see you did not see it you could not buy things like this heavy things Also, we said by Al-Hasa, throwing a rock. Wherever the rock falls, you will take. You could not do this. Also, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam forbid. Now, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam forbid the sale of the cyclon. Demon, like somebody will rent or take the male hoppers. So, to pregnant the female horse. So this semen could not be sold. Satellite semen, you could not use it. You could not sell it. You could not buy it. Or to sell things before you possess it and became in your possession. I bought something from India and now I was in the ship. The ship even is not here and I already stolen what's on the ship. You could not make transaction like this. What about if the ship ground? What about if somebody stole the food? You see, you have to possess what you're going to sell. It has to be in your position. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said, the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, man ibta'a ta'aman falabi'u hatta yakbit. Ibn Abbas said, wa ahsabu kulla shay'in bimanzilat al-ta'am. Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying, whosoever buy a food is not supposed to sell it until he possess it. And Ibn Abbas say, I understand that everything similar to the food. You don't sell something is not already in your yard. وعن طاووس عن ابن عباس قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من ابتاع طعاما فلا يبيعه حتى يقتاله فقلت لابن عباس لما فقال الا تراهم يتبايعون بالذهب والطعام مرجع الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم 
said, if anyone buys grain, he must not sell it till he waited. You have to know what you're getting. But if it's something to be weighed, you have to weigh it. If it's something need to be measured, you have to measure it. So you don't buy that five pounds and you go sell it five pounds and you don't know if what you got five pounds or was four, four and a half. You see? So in case the first person had cheated you, you did not go and cheat somebody else. So if you buy something, don't sell it or resell it unless you had measured it or that you had waited or did the proper thing. You don't tell the person, okay, I got five pounds of sugar. Somebody sold me five pounds of sugar. He sold it to you. How long have you been sitting there? What had happened to it? It was five pounds exactly or no? Also from the things that forbidden Islamically that you make a bed over your brother bed. That from Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, Don't overbid over your Muslim bed, your Muslim brother bed. Then somebody said, I give you five dollars, I say, oh man, don't sell it to him, I give you six dollars for it. I tell you what, I give you six dollars and I buy everything. Don't cut your Muslim brother. Don't bring about hatred and animosity between you and your Muslim brother and go over bed over him. Don't try to make any bargain over his bargain. Also, usury. If there is any usury involved, And one of the things that people do that somebody will go and buy something and will say, I'll pay, you, I'll pay you later. How much you want for this car? $5,000. All right, I take the car now and I don't pay any money. And I promise him in two years I pay him. And after this, I will go and take the car and sell it back to the man for $2,000. But he will pay me on the spot. So I buy from him with $3,000. I take the car. We finish the deal. And I'm supposed to pay later. And now I return. Sell it back to him. So after I bought it on a note, now I sell it back to the same person on cash with less money. So now I have $2,000 cash. But what I have to pay this man, after a year or two, I have to pay him $3,000. 
is also forbidden in Islam. One of the other means also selling things with high price. Because a person could not pay immediately. Some selling this deep freezer. How much is selling the freezer for? Eight hundred dollars. I don't have eight hundred dollars now. Okay, I sell it in a note. You pay me a hundred dollars every week and the price will be eleven hundred dollars. See payment, installment, monthly payment. And now you put up the price, you increase the price because what? Because you're going to make payments. And the Prophet sallam is saying Hadith was reported by Abu Hurairah. Naha Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam an bay'ataini fi bay'ah. Wa li Abi Dawood man ba'a bay'ataini fi bay'ah falahu awqtuhuma awrida. Narek Hurairah may Allah begins with him. The message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam forbid two transactions combined in one. In another narration by Abu Dawood, if anyone makes through two transactions combined in one, he must confirm death of a lesser price or he is involved in committing usury. You see? Does that mean I sell you the deep freezer for $800 now? $1,100 after one year paying. You could not do this. And this became well known among a lot of Muslims. Okay? So, inshallah, these things that we have to take it in consideration. This is the manner of buying and selling. Also, there's things that you, are not could, you could not sell it. This was the manner of selling things, or buying things. But there are things that you could not buy it or sell it, as example, wine. Okay? It's haram. Also, selling swine. Selling statues, idols. Selling dead animals. Selling... Dog, selling pictures that has sold. You see? All these things is forbidden. There is a hadith which reported by Jabir radiallahu anhu. أنه سمع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول عام الفتح وهو بمكة إن الله ورسوله حرم بيع الخمر والميتة والخنزير والأصنام نيرت الجابر بن عبد الله من الله بجزء جيم 
I heard Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying in the year of the conquest when he was in Mecca Allah and his Messenger have forbidden the sale of wine dead animals swine and idols okay you could not buy it you could not sell it you could not make a business you could not even take it as a way of income for you say I'm not buying it I'm not selling it I'm only working in manufacturing you see you could not do it also this hadith by Abu Mas'ud al-Ansari radiallahu anhu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam naha al-kalb وَمَهْرِ الْبَغِي وَحِلْوَانِ الْكَاهِرِ And this is in collection of Bukhari and Muslim. Narrated Abu Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, prohibited the price paid for a book, payment made to a prostitution, and the gift given to so-and-so. Sorcery, fortune teller. So all these things is forbidden. It's a forbidden income. And it's forbidden to be part of it. Also, things which has images, crosses, Idol worship, picture, or a human being picture, doesn't matter if it's a great person, a president, whatever, you could not sell this thing. You could not make it, you could not sell it. Also the Prophet ﷺ forbid sale since before this tribe. You don't sell the fruits, the dates, or the palm tree as a gumbel, because in a certain time that it may something happen to it, be eaten by birds, or some kind of sickness will happen to the the product so we have to wait for the fruit or the vegetable to grow that can pass the time that usually it gets sick so basically this is something about manner of selling and buying, what it can be done, what could not be done. And inshallah we will get more details about other things that related to business in coming classes inshallah. We still have the 
we will go in partnership and we will go for uh, agriculture and plantation and uh, other things related to business, inshallah, we may have about four or five classes, inshallah, in this subject. But we're going to stop here for today. And I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to entertain your question because my internet is down. So inshallah, be patient for next time. Write your question in a piece of paper so you can remember for next week. If I am here next week, inshallah, which I doubt I'm going to be out of town. But let's play it by ear, inshallah. And we thank you for listening. And Zakum Allah Khairan. Sanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Inshallah, la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka natubu ilayk. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.